This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 12th of February. In your Squiz today, Joe Biden's chat with China, some high-profile resignations, an obesity breakthrough, and Meghan Markle has a win. This is your Squiz today. New President of the United States, Joe Biden, Claire, has had a chat with Xi Jinping. It's been over a year since Donald Trump spoke directly with the Chinese leader, so plenty of big issues to address. Firstly, trade. China and the US, of course, have been locked in a trade war for some time now. And what Joe Biden has said is they're not going to change that plan anytime soon. The United States will keep Trump's tariffs in place while a review is undertaken. They also want to adopt Trump's focus of what they call strategic competition with China. Uh, Biden's team want to do it, though, in collaboration with others, including with us. On us, by all accounts, there was also a fair bit of chat about the Asia-Pacific region. That's, of course, our region, Claire, with Joe Biden reportedly saying the US would seek to counter their increasingly assertive actions in the region. And of course, that's been at the heart of a lot of the issues that not just the US, but the whole world and Australia have found in the last bit of time. Uh, Australia, of course, is at odds with China on many things, but it definitely includes China being more forthright and pushing into our region a lot more aggressively. Reports say that US officials acknowledge that the lion's share of the history of the 21st century is going to be written in the Asia-Pacific. Claire, of course, there's the human rights issues also with China, and in particular, what's going on in Hong Kong? That's right, and what Joe Biden said was that he's not going to take a backward step when it comes to countering China's actions. He said that the US will continue to speak up. Xi Jinping, for his part, said that those are issues of sovereignty and territorial integrity as far as China's concerned. There was a dash on at the South Australian Victoria border last night after South Australia announced the border would close at midnight. There was a truck crash at that border. A driver was killed when reports say his vehicle crashed into the back of a stationary truck waiting in the queue. An investigation now has been launched into that crash. The Western Australian border will remain closed and border declarations for Victorians are again in place if they're travelling to Queensland, Clare. This comes after the number of cases linked to the Holiday Inn Quarantine Hotel outbreak grew to 13. Yeah, there were four close contacts of infected workers and another staff member confirmed to have the coronavirus yesterday. Even though that number is growing, officials say they don't think the broader community is at risk because they are all identified. And in some cases, those close contacts were already isolating. Yeah, Chief Medical Officer Paul Kelly said they're all believed to be the UK variant, but as you say, no added risk to the community. That team of 10 scientists sent to Wuhan by the World Health Organization to investigate the origins of the coronavirus are back, Claire. With one of those team members, Australian microbiologist Professor Dominic Dwyer saying it was a tense trip. Very complicated and very tense, he said. He also said that they were unable to get the data that they needed and that there was a difference of opinion over China's findings of that early data. That has, of course, done nothing to soothe the critics who were concerned about China's role in that investigation. So more questions than answers still over the origins of COVID-19. 
Heads continue to roll at Crown Resorts with board director Andrew Demetrio resigning yesterday. And by all accounts, Claire, CEO Ken Barton is set to step down also. There's lots of reports saying that that is going to happen. He met with the company's chair, Helen Coonan, to discuss his future yesterday. Both Demetrio and Barton were named by that report by Commissioner Patricia Bergen as people who had to go if that casino was to operate. Within that report, it said that Crown Resorts had a culture of corporate arrogance. They're not the only high-profile people in a bit of strife of late, Claire. The boss of the Tokyo Olympics, Yoshiro Mori, looks set to resign today over comments he made last week. What he said, Claire, was that meetings with a lot of women tend to be time-consuming as they talk too much. (laughs) And no doubt in his career, he's 83 years old. He hasn't probably seen a lot of women on boards and uh, the meetings were taking too long, he said, once they had a a more diverse representation. So uh, he is going. The International Olympic Committee said that he was absolutely inappropriate to say that. Uh, Some Olympic sponsors were also concerned. He did issue an apology, but doesn't look like it was enough. Kind of the tip of the iceberg for the problems for the Tokyo Olympics, it seems. For the first time, Claire, a drug has been shown to be effective against obesity. It's one of those areas of medicine that have been really hard to crack. For decades, researchers have tried and failed to develop effective treatments for obesity. At the moment, the options include drugs that have some significant side effects or surgery. So there's quite a bit of excitement that in a trial, a type 2 diabetes drug called semaglutide has had some stunning results. It's an appetite-suppressing drug, and those who were on it in the trial lost 15 to 20% of their body fat on average uh, compared to those who had the placebo who took off just 2.4% after eating a good diet and getting some counselling. The doctor who led that study called the drug a game changer. Watch this space. A bit of royal news now, kind of royal-ish news. Meghan Markle, Claire, has won a court case against British newspaper The Mail on Sunday. Yeah, she took parent company Associated Newspapers to court over their publication of extracts from a letter that she'd written to her father. In those letters after her marriage to Prince Harry, she said that he'd broken her heart into a million pieces by talking to the press about their faltering relationship. Uh, What the judges found is that those were inherently private and personal matters and that the newspaper had no right to publish them. Uh, Megan said that she was very grateful for that decision and that Associated Newspapers could be held to account for what she called their illegal and dehumanising practices. As far as what she'll get for that win, there's a further court hearing in March. The royal couple, of course, broke up with tabloid media last year. They said they would not respond to their inquiries anymore. Claire, there's an auction of some presidential heirlooms on at the moment. What are you uh, putting in a bid for? Look, I'd really like JFK's red Harvard sweater. It looks pretty impressive, like something you really want to impress your friends with when they come over and, you know, you lead them into your grand library and show them JFK's sweater. (laughs) I think I can see myself doing that. I'd be impressed. (laughs) But, yeah, there's a ton of letters, uh, gift pens, 
uh, locks of hair from presidents, like all sorts of stuff. Weird stuff. But if you're a political junkie, that one's going to be a hit. I'll pop a link to that in your episode notes. Squeeze the day, Claire, and of course it's a Friday, so it tends to be a bit of a big one. Social distancing restrictions ease in New South Wales today, so they're back to the two square metre rule and mask wearing is being relaxed again. Also, tomorrow is the anniversary of Kevin Rudd's apology speech to the Stolen Generations. That was in 2008. Yeah, doesn't it feel like yesterday, but it was a bit of time ago now. Uh, Mm. For me, Sunday's Valentine's Day, Kate. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks. And I've got a chalky mousse recipe. It's like chuck everything into a blender and put it in the fridge, but it looks really impressive for very low effort. A link to that's in your episode notes. That's very certain to impress, I reckon. <laughs> of course, also Nick Curios is playing Dominique Team tonight from 7pm. That's a big game. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, plenty of tennis on the weekend. And Claire, it's the Lunar New Year. Gong Shi Fat Thai. Oh, Thank you, I think. What does that mean? That's like wishing you wealth and prosperity. Oh, thanks, Claire. That's a good way to finish (laughs) on a Friday. Enjoy your weekend, everyone, and we'll be back on Monday.